Okay. I think I'm going to hire a mentor to like teach me how to humiliate people. <laughs> Girl, I think yeah. you do a great job if you would just stop caring cuz like when <laughs> when someone actually makes you upset, you I mean, not that it's funny to see you upset, but you you pop off and I think like I think that's what they want. But I'm not upset cuz he's giving me money. I know, you just have to channel that. <laughs> I don't know, maybe like, you know how people are like, when you want to cry, you think of a sad moment. Maybe when you want to like dominate men, you just think about like all the men that have tried to dominate you and you're like, mm-mm. Aria, I think you find your mentor right now. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that how was much fast. do you charge? <laughs> Free 99 for you, girl. Free 99? I thought you said 399 at first. I was like, that's not bad. Yeah. That's quite the deal. Hello. Welcome to the Jolie's Podcast, episode three. Tonight, I'm with two lovely ladies, close friends that I met recently. We're gonna get this started now. Aria, Turn up. Yeah. who are you? What did you do and how did you do it? Who am I? Wow, <laughs> I hit the ground running. Yeah. Um, I'm a girl from South Carolina. I just moved to Vegas. Life was getting like way too boring. So I moved out here and it's it's been crazy. Mm -hmm. I can't cuss on here, can I? No, you can cuss. I can cuss. You can All do right. whatever yeah, you want. It's, it's been fucking crazy. <laughs> really? But it, yeah, but it's been great. I love it. Yeah, I totally feel that. Yeah. What yeah, did you do and how did you do it? Um, I was an exotic dancer and a model. Yeah. How did I do it? I didn't have any like training. I just like went into it and I was like, I need money. So I learned. So the financial aspect basically got you to doing it. I don't think anybody starts dancing just because they wanted to start dancing. Everyone has a reason, which is usually money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, usually money. Sabrina. Hi. Who are you? What did you do? And how did you do it? Um, well, uh, I'm from Florida, Pensacola, Florida. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's like uh, in the panhandle of Florida. It's like when people think of Florida, they think of Orlando and Miami. I'm not from either of those places. I'm kind of more like the Alabama of Florida. Growing up there was really nice. It has a big influence on like where I am today. Being, uh, being raised in a beach city, I think has uh, a lot of opportunities for this kind of industry with like bikini competitions and um, beautiful locations, especially Pensacola Beach with like the soft white sands and the warm teal blue water. They call it the Emerald Coast. That's kind of how I got into modeling is I was working at a, a restaurant, you know, like Hooters, Twin Peaks, all of them. So uh, I was working at a restaurant and next door was their sister bar and they would have bikini competitions with this company. And so I started competing with them. And then they, and I would, you know, sometimes I'd make a small placing, sometimes I would, I mean, but nothing crazy. But I competed in one of their social media competitions and ended up going on this really cool event, which I think really jump-started my career as a model, uh, where I gained a lot of connections. I met a lot of people um, from all over the country and even out of the country that I still work with a lot today. Uh, which restaurant did you work for first? I worked at Hooters and then uh, mm -hmm. actually her and I met at Twin Peaks. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Back cool. in like 2012, right? 2014. 2014. Mm -hmm. All right, dope. So that was the beginning of both your journey and your friendship. No. No. Well, because yeah. we worked in the same place, but we didn't really know each other like that. You know, like okay. I see her and she do her own thing, and I, you know, it wasn't like malice or anything. We just didn't know each other. It's like a whole bunch of girls working there because we were like opening staff, so they always hire more girls than they need because you know abundance looks good. Have all these girls around, so it took a while for us to really come together and realize we had a lot of like mutual friends, mm -hmm. a lot of sim similar interests, and um, things along those lines. I think I misheard. Did you say simps and similar interests? I also thought you said simps. I'm like, like, oh, <laughs> that's, hey. that's not what I meant. Okay. No. <laughs> you both have like similar simps on your roster. Okay, no. paying for your bag, you know. Best friends usually like the same type of guy. Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. We haven't really run into that problem yet. Mm -mm. Really? Yeah, I don't know how we'd handle that. But I think whoever likes that person most, the other person would be like, all right, girl, go ahead, do your thing. Yeah. So you're saying you both don't have similar tastes, basically, in guys? Mm. Financially. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. Financially. All right. You know, oh, like my God. One likes 100K. The only one likes 200K only. No 50K guys, you know. That's funny. You what? mean like a year? Yeah, annually, yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. So annually, how much money does a guy have to make? Sabrina, go first. Oh. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a number. I don't have a number. You, you really don't have a number? I don't have a number. No, I'm not going to be like, oh, you only make that much? Bye. Unless it's like little. Like, cause it, it, 
It's not that money is everything, but if you're looking for a relationship, like one of the, like one of the hugest or largest things that um, impacts a relationship can be money. Of course. You know, if you don't have money, yeah. you guys bicker over it, you fight over it. What are we going to do with our future? We don't have the tools to work on our future. You guys are working longer, so then you're not seeing each other. Like there's all these fiascos that come with like not having money. Mm-hmm. especially in relationships. So for me, it's like, I can just make that a qualification and nip that out of the bud. Like one less thing to worry about in a relationship. That's how I see it. So I'm going to introduce you to an Asian guy who makes 50K a year. Would okay. you take him? I mean, it depends. Like, honestly, I'm a big personality person. Like okay. he's a really uh, ambitious person. I could see him having a lot of potential and then pursuing that potential and, you know, doing all those things. Like, yeah, I'm really interested in someone who's ambitious and if you're building your own work. That's even better. Um, but I can't be dating the guy, you know, working at the grocery store, you know, I'm, I want to be uh, this one day, but not doing anything about it. Like, and, and no. Okay. So if he works at the grocery store and he's working on his business, potentially making 50 K, you'd say yes. If he's cool and he's got the time, but I feel like you're working at a grocery store and you're working on your business and you're trying to keep up with me. Good luck. <laughs> keeping it real. Good keeping luck. Real. God damn. All right. Shit. All right. All right. You're in the hot Same seat right question. now. I'm in the hot seat. The I hot mean, seat. I agree to a certain degree. I don't. I don't care exactly how much you make, but it depends on the lifestyle. Like uh, the way that you live doesn't match the way that I see myself in the future. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm materialistic. Like I don't really care about designer too much, but I like luxurious experiences. Like Mm -hmm. my love language is quality time. So when we go somewhere, I want to be somewhere sitting butt naked on an island, you know, having fun. Like, can you afford to do that? Can we go on good dates? I care about that. <laughs> okay, so usually the guys that can do that are people who make like six figures. I mean, retrospect, is that really a lot of money? Like 100000 a year? Usually, no, yeah. But the majority of people, especially Americans that don't make that money, will say yes. Yeah, but the majority of people cannot, do not have like, they don't, they're not able to entertain someone like us very long. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So of it, course. it's of like course. there's other qualities outside of like not just having it financially. They're not making it on a lot of other levels, which is like, you know, why both of us are single. Wait, what? Say, say that again. What, 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 what? I what thought did you two... say? I don't know. What did you say? Yeah, what? what? That single, static. what? Static. There was static oh, in the connection. I'm confused <laughs> now. What do you mean what? by single? Oh, I, I... was... I was just saying, like, there's a lot of other factors that go into, like, getting in someone's interest and getting their interest. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you and I are, like, single. It's because, like, guys, like, there's a lot of interesting guys, meet a lot of really cool people, but they're, like, making, meeting all the marks, you know? I'm, um, picky. I'm in my 20s, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like as life happens later, I can lower my standards. But while I'm in my 20s, like while I'm in my prime prime, so I feel like, you know, get with it or get lost, right? If you can't keep up, then come holler at me back like when I'm 35, if you haven't missed the opportunity yet. You've been studying. That's a very realistic answer. I'm being serious, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, when you're in your 20s, girl, rock out with your paint out, I guess. I don't know. Oh, (laughs) all right. (laughs) We could go for that. If I may ask, this is probably a rude question, but I am going to be one of those guys. Okay. What is your ages in your 20 range? Like early 20s, mid 20s, late 20s? I think your early 20s. Uh, It it depends. It depends on the kind of parenting you had growing up for sure. But a lot of women that I've encountered in um, lower generations, I don't know, something happened. And I just feel like we didn't get the advice and the wisdom that we needed in our 20s. So your early 20s is for making mistakes. Like, girl, do not feel bad (laughs) if you've made some very questionable decisions because we've all been there. And we look back and we're like, oh, my standards were on the floor. Got it. But then as you get older, you learn, okay, I like this. I don't like this. You learn to become vocal about what you do like. And that way, your later 20s, you're like, okay, I'm in my prime. I know what I like and what I don't like. So I'm about to go have the most fun. Sabrina, do you agree with that? And have you had any experiences similar to what she just said in terms of basically just rocking it in your 20s yeah i mean i would agree with most of that uh your 20s really is a time to uh, experience and explore you know it's like you just you know you have the two years experience of being an adult and you go in your 20s and you know you're away well ideally you're away from your parents and you're living your own life and that can be challenging to navigate because my norms are not your norms and if you go and live with somebody else sometimes it can be challenging and uh, but also good you know it's good to have new perspectives and to look at the way other people live their lives and find that you don't have to do things perfectly to be happy 
happy. You know, they're living completely different lives than us and they are very happy, if not happier, you know? That's a very subjective cop-out answer, but I do definitely <laughs> agree with it though. If I may reiterate my question, I think I said it wrong. Aria. Yeah. You're first. How old are you again? Um, I do not discuss that. Right. Like Alexa Demi. You just uh, don't tell. You gotta guess. Sabrina. I'm oh. in my mid-twenties. Ha. Uh, <laughs> but well, okay <laughs> you know you know this like see this is like a common thing like men are always like i know you don't like this question so why do guys want to know how old a woman is so, like people uh, always say it's just like i'm just creating conversation but there's a million questions i know you want to ask me outside of how old i am like outside the fact that like legal age right like okay she's like oh, yeah, yeah, you know old enough forward. to like i could be talking to her in this type of way like i get that part but like why what does it matter how many answers do you want for that as many as you'd like to give. Go ahead. The okay. most truthful ones first. I'll give you the first cop-out answer. It depends. Well, I just gave you that. Number two is he just likes younger women, honestly. If Leonardo you're like 29. But what are you doing? Yeah, I was going to say, like, okay, I understand liking younger women. Like, if, uh, if you see a younger woman um, mm -hmm. and you're an older guy and you're like, I'm attracted to her, I want to be with her, that's great. But if you're like, oh, how old are you? Oh, you're that. No, I can't be with you because you're too old now. Like, you were attracted to me like five seconds ago. You were so down. I was young enough. I was hot enough. I was interesting enough until like, this thing I have no yeah. control over when I was born got mm -hmm. brought up, you know? Yeah, bringing out an arbitrary number until uh, like, oh, yeah. 29 years, that's when you came out the womb. Yeah, I, like I have no control over that. Is that really that interesting? Like, okay. Yeah. Something I've noticed with guys, like when I first moved to Vegas, like I'm very nice and I guess a lot of the girls here aren't. I don't know, I'm still learning Vegas culture. But guys will be like, you must be young. You haven't been jaded by the world yet. And by the world, I wanna know, do those men mean by other men that weren't <laughs> treating you correctly? Like, what do you mean? You haven't been jaded by the world. Okay, so who did you fuck with? <laughs> and now she's jaded by the world. If a dude asked me that, I immediately, that's like 10 red flags right there. <laughs> I think I'm out. So you're referring to like when a dude asks you that, right? Or yeah, a girl well, or either Women or. don't really say that. It's usually yeah, course, men that are like, you've been jaded by the world. I've heard that so many times. Really? Yeah. Not about me personally, but they'll say like other women, like I like you because you're fun and you haven't been jaded by the world yet. And it's okay. like, okay, so you're toxic. Got it. So don't say that. Take that off your vocabulary sheet phrases. Unfortunately, it's not going to be gone forever. Humanity is pretty dumb. Especially okay. guys, I will admit to it. We, we do some stupid shit. So then why is it that you guys are willing to be like, okay, we're just stupid. I'm like... How about we, instead of being like, okay, I'm stupid, why don't we like raise a different flag and be like, I'm getting better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, I just, to me, that's a cop out. It's like, oh, men are stupid. And it's like, I feel you on that one, but like, I feel like that's like softening the situation, like not getting credit to men. Like men are capable of having deep emotions. Mm. Men are capable of doing all these things. They're just not, they're not listening. They're not paying attention, not invested. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I thank you actually for giving the positivity in men for those aspects, not for the guys, you know, are just like, oh, cop out, we're fucking stupid. We I mean, we like we men, you know, course, <laughs> they just course. drive us sometimes. crazy. Oh, sometimes. Sometimes. Oh. Yeah, we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> oh, okay, no worries. <laughs> to expand upon the topic at hand, it's actually more evolutionary and just more, it's not just men and women anymore, it's just, us as a species, that's just how we evolve and how our brains are compounded like. But I think we're more than evolution, don't you think? Like we're just like, if we're all we are, our biological impulses, like mm -hmm. then we're just animals. Like that's the blessing of being a human being is like we have these impulses, but then we can like stop and like really think about these uh, decisions and these options and, and make choices custom to our values and morals outside of just like, my biology is telling me this. Like, mm. my biology told me to fuck a whole bunch of guys, you know, because they were hot and they're really yeah. cool. But if I did that, I'd be in a really bad position. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. between like emotional heartbreak or just dealing with someone stupid or who knows something worse, right? Well, of course, you know, that's how we advance in society. We just get smarter. And for some odd reason, we have better technology now that controls us. But I digress. Present in this moment. Present in this it's important. moment. That's yeah. very important. What would you say is really important for you when you're dating and like uh, looking for a partner? That's a good question. Or even just like deciding on, okay, um, what girl do you want to take on a first date? That's a good question because I don't, I don't really date. What? All I do what? is just work. Okay, that's the problem. I mean, it is good to be married to your job, you know, in the sense of having that commitment, but gotta go out meet women are you by the time you are ready you're not gonna have the same social skills that you do now like your social skills with women are going to decline if you don't like keep on it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. keep, well, ironically, keep on the practice ironically that is currently my job right now is like go out to nightclubs and have fun 
Okay. Yeah, it's kind of ironic. But is that this? That's not really the same thing as dating, though. True. <laughs> that is true. You know. Are so, you scared? Are you nervous? Oh, all the time, you know. Okay. It, as guys, we have to perform and do all the shit just to get to the top to get what we want. What do you mean? Well, like, if you're a normal average dude, you're just going to get normal average results, you know what I mean? And not a lot of people want that. I mean, mm -hmm. I know some pretty normal average people that, you know, do all right. Mm -hmm. You of know? Course. It just takes balance. Yeah. Balance? Yeah. Balance of what? So I feel like how we came in here, we were talking about the financial aspect of dating. But honestly, if you were doing like well for yourself, like let's say you weren't hitting that $100,000 mark, but you were there for your girl like emotionally, like where a lot of men, they fell in that category. If you're doing that, if you look good, if you have good sex, <laughs> I feel like you're still in the game running. There has to be that confidence within you. I feel like a lot of guys might be missing that part. You're just listening to like somebody else telling you this is a checklist of who you have to be to get quote unquote these said results, you know? But I feel like there's a lost, like a lot of people don't know how to be themselves anymore, especially living in Vegas. That's true. This is uh, one of those cities where you gotta be fake it till you make it. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't always have to be that way, though, because it's very hard to be authentic. It can be, but doesn't it feel so good to be authentic? Perhaps, yeah. But people choose to have the results over just happiness and emotional state of being, ironically. <clears throat> How do you know for a fact that those people are happy? We'll never know. Yeah, you see them post on social media stuff that they might have like wrote a skit together. Mm -hmm. You don't know that that's actually real life. You need to like sit down, like let's say somebody's mentoring you. You need to sit down with that person and actually look at their life and be like, are you are you happy? Is this what I'm like working towards? Is this what I want? And then go from there, but still like be you. What happens if you get the results and in the end you're unhappy because you had to be this fake person and now that's all you know. Usually from my experience, from what I noticed, what you just said, that you usually are unhappy when they get what they want because it's, you know, arbitrary and superficial. Right. And it's all like, what's the point of the journey? What's the point of being alive? Exactly. Yeah. You got to stay true to you. I remember uh, when I first started dancing, I would see girls with like all these designer bags and jewelry and I made it my goal to get that. And then I got it and I was like, I don't care about this purse. I mean, it was nice. It was nice to hold and it was nice to like stunt on other people and be oh, like, eh, look what I got. There you go, there but you at go. the end of the day, I took it home and I threw that purse in a corner and I, I didn't really care about it. Like I, I sold I sold my purse to get a U-Haul to move to Las Vegas. And that's what brought me joy. Wow. Yeah. Not a lot of women would do what you just did. You basically just invested in a way, to move to Vegas, to get all the experiences that you just got. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw that last post on your Instagram. You went to Fame Mansion for that uh, one event. Yeah. Yeah, how was it? Uh, that was beautiful. The people there were really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The owner was cool. People, it's really nice being around, like, people your age. Uh, <laughs> that are successful. Oh, yeah, and okay. successful okay. people your age. I feel yeah. that, I feel that. I knew some of the people there, and they are not your age, ironically, so. <laughs> oh, and the people we were hanging around, and it, like, <laughs> it was a bunch of, like, Capricorns. Like, we all gravitated towards each other. That was so weird. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Sabrina, how was the experience? Because I think I saw you there, too. You saw me? Were you there? No, I was. I just, I just saw the post on Instagram. I was oh. like, because I was previously at that place, the venue you were at. It was another event, though. Someone else was organizing it. And I'm all like, oh, these guys are using this uh, place. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Just take photos. So, Well, we weren't originally supposed to go there. Like, uh, no. we like, ended up there. But it all worked out for the best, I think. What? Ended up there. All right. Uh, story time. What happened? Oh, man. I, I, I hate to, like, this yeah, is, like, so fresh. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Uh I just feel like we went to this event and like first it was going to be at this one mansion and I was like cool like they had videos they had sent out pictures of what it's going to look like awesome and then they were like oh we can't do that one it's not you know it's not going to be what I thought it was we're going to go to this other mansion and it's like and so they're sending videos and it's like the biggest mansion in Vegas and all this stuff and everyone's getting hyped up and they had they start coming up with an itinerary and the itinerary for the first day is like just a meet and greet seven o'clock so we get a whatsapp message at like six 30 640 like hey here's the address of the place we're not going to the other place and i'm like 20 minutes before a meeting you're gonna change like this whole group meeting we're gonna change locations and it's just like crazy 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 so it was kind of a disorganized situation but i had a lot of fun you know girls were great location was great like 
um, didn't stop me from having a good time. Oh, that's good to hear. How yeah. were the photographers? How were the guys there? We didn't actually shoot until maybe the third day <laughs> of the photo shoot. Like, we honestly, <laughs> we met people. Like, the owners of the house were really cool. And I'm not saying that, you know, the photo shoot that was happening. I just feel like the people that we met was worth more than the pictures we would have gained from the photo shoot. Yeah, the connections. Yeah, for sure. Human connections, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you made some friends. We did, yeah. Yeah, even though I'm pretty sure you knew Johnny. He was there. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Walker. Yeah. Yeah. You remember him. Mm-hmm. Did you meet him? Yeah, I knew Johnny from, uh, what did I meet him at? I met him at the Playboy Yandy competition. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Okay. Were you there for that? Uh, Yeah, I wasn't there for the day when you both were there, though. I was like, fuck. Aww. It was the last day, right, for the, uh, yeah, it was the finals. You were, you were both there for the finals, right? Yeah. We, we were both there a couple of times mm-hmm. together, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't see you when she was there. Oh, yeah, because I'm not based in Vegas. Well, I'm from Florida. Uh-huh. I live in Arizona, but I'm spending a lot of time in California this year. But oh, I'm all over. Yeah, what's going on? Oh, what's going on? I yeah, mean, there's always on? something going on. Um, I'm going out to Tampa for two weeks. I think in about a week. Mm-hmm. We're looking at going to Panama soon. Um, Can't wait for that. That's going to be beautiful. so good. You both are paying it for yourselves or? It's a business uh, arrangement actually. So okay, for work. Um, looking at maybe like hosting events mm-hmm. out there. There's a guy who has a resort and he's just seen a lot of the works and stuff like that. And that'd be a good way to bring business. So we're going to fly down there to like do some excursions, like check out the area, see if it's a good idea or not mm-hmm. and talk some business. Really? Okay. Indeed. Wow, venture capitalists right here. Well, you know, when I was living in South Carolina, there was just, there was nothing to do. I was only working. So when I came out to Vegas, I was like, you know what, girl, you're going to go hard. You're going to be tired, but you're going to go hard. You're going to make connections, friends. You're going to model. And that's the game I've been on right now. Yeah, I feel the grind on working in the industry. That's just work. Yeah. And network. I don't mind. It's been it's been a party. So I'm sorry. I you know we briefly met, but I really don't know much about you outside of the fact that you run this interesting podcast. Can you give me a little introduction? My name is Julius Garcia. I moved yes. here in around September. I go on and off between California here in Vegas because I choose and I do what I want to do. Ooh. Yeah. What made you choose Vegas? I hated California. Vegas was next door. I went mm-hmm. to Miami first actually for this one event. Have you guys heard about the Fresh and Fit? podcast i have not Mm-mm. okay so i went to one of their parties and then i was trying to decide okay do i want to live in miami or do i want to go to vegas and then when i went to their party um yeah i really wasn't feeling miami honestly it was fun because it was during my birthday week my birthday's on may 17 and i'm all like okay this is cool and then i went on their podcast i sit in the back i'm not like an actual guest but i just sat in the back and i watched and i'm like okay this is cool i'm not going back to miami probably ever unless for vacation i don't know unless someone comps me i don't know but here I am in Vegas. I just chose Vegas just because out of a whim. I just drove eight hours. It was slightly painful, but uh, yeah. yeah. You don't do a lot of driving? I do, but not like state to state. Okay. Yeah. I used to as my job though. I was a valet. I drove like some really nice cars. One of the best cars that I'd driven was a McLaren. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next was a Porsche. Yeah. Just the fun stuff, you know. Just, okay. Yeah. That's good manifestation. Supposedly. I didn't even ask. It just came to me. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, law yeah. of attraction in his house. I guess, yeah. Whatever is attracting coming to me, yeah. I'm down for whatever, you know what I mean? Okay. Are you a spiritual person? Supposedly, I don't know. Suppo- you don't... Okay, so then you're not, because... Well, I mean, maybe you're in your journey, <laughs> but, like, I feel like if you know, you know, right? If you're not, maybe you're either... You either don't believe in it, or you're just maybe you're, like... I don't know. It doesn't sound like you're really exploring into it. Uh, here's the thing. Maybe it's not the point of not knowing. It's just what is coming to you and letting it be. You know what I mean? Which is, I mean, a form of spiritualness, you know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know. It's just like, it's like, uh, there are people who believe in things and there's a term for it and then people don't, people don't like the term, but th- yeah. they fit the description. Supposedly, I fit the description. I don't know if I am, though. But I, if I am, I guess, I don't, I don't know. Perhaps. I'd say that's a no, right? <laughs> yeah, like, but if I am, but then I don't know, then what is then? I mean, you are what you identify as. Yeah. A lot of the time. Really? We choose what we identify as yeah i think so like how yeah. you how you identify yourself you know and like who you are and then how you go and present that to people and um you know then you have to decide if you're cool with people accepting that or not and sometimes people open you with arms sometimes they don't but it's all about you know what's good for you right perhaps yeah that I'll one just went say over okay. his head 
I'll just say okay for now, yeah. Kinks, what are you into? Can't, whoa. All right. What, what was the segue to that? Straight oh, out. no, no, I'm just, <laughs> we're just going into it. <laughs> All right, you want to flip a coin or who wants to go first? Okay, so I will talk about this. It's not my kink necessarily, but I had somebody like reach out to me on Instagram and he was like, I want you to humiliate me. I'll pay you a bunch of money. And I'm like, yeah, I will, <laughs> but I'm really bad at it. I'm really, um, I'm really nice. So when somebody, he'll, he'll tell me to humiliate him or something, mm. or like to call his dick small, and I'm like, it doesn't look that small to me. And then he'll get <laughs> mad. He'll get really mad at me. And I'm like, oh, I'm not doing this right. I'm sorry. Do you want me to hurt your feelings? So I'm just, I'm just now understanding, like, you know, just have them do something crazy that's going to, like, make me happy, and then he'll be happy. I just, I don't know. It's rough. It's tough. I bought a dominatrix book and mm. everything, and it's okay. just, it's not working. Kink is, like, very personalized, you know? Like, I feel like part of, like, what makes being a dom probably really hard is, like, cut to, like, tailor different tastes and be flexible because one person's really into spanking and the next guy you try to spank is like, I cannot believe you did that. That's my boundary, you know? Yeah. So I think that's what's really hard. Um, I think it's just, you know, like anything with sex is like trusting the connection. Like if I do this, am I going to invalidate the connection that we agreed in, you know? And so that's the hard part, but I think that's also why it's easier like to connect with people, you know, versus like some guy on Instagram, which you would think we would be more cold and be more willing to be like, easier. yeah, F yeah. you, you're, you know, got this problem, this, that problem, but it is really hard when it's a stranger and, you know, you don't really know. You don't what, know who they are, yeah. Yeah, you don't know what you don't know what they're looking for. Like, what yeah. if I go too hard? Like, what if mm -hmm. I say something and then it really crushes their that's soul? That's exactly what I'm you know? saying. You know, that's not what we're trying to do. We're we're trying to like it's still entertaining, but we're not trying to like hurt people for real. Right. Like, <laughs> what's too far? Yeah. Like, if I talk about your mama, are you gonna cry about it? But then nobody wants to sit there with sex. Like, it's so important to have these conversations. Like, what are your boundaries? What is mm -hmm. cool? What is not? Um, but nobody wants like in the heat of moment be like, okay, stop. Uh, so that are you cool true. with this? Or how true. about this? And how about that? You know? And so it is kind of yeah. hard, but I feel like with the internet, it should be so much easier because it's like you have the safety of the screen. Like you have the moment to pause. Like if you want someone to humiliate, you got to be a little more specific. Like, okay, I want this and I want that and I want that. So then we know like what the guidelines are and then everyone can feel safe to interact, you know, authentically or, you know, in the manner they choose. Yeah, of course. This is not just a BDSM and stuff. This is just sex in general. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to hire a mentor to like teach me how to humiliate people. Girl, I think yeah. you do a great job if you would just stop caring because like when Ooh. when someone actually makes you upset, you I mean, not that it's funny to see you upset, but you, you pop off and I think like, I think that's what they want. But I'm not upset because he's giving me money. I know, you just have to channel that. I don't know, maybe like, you know how people are like, when you want to cry, you think of a sad moment. Maybe when you want to like dominate men, you just think about like all the men that have tried to dominate you when you're like, mm-mm. Ari, I think you found your mentor right now. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that how was much fast. do you charge? Free 99 for you, girl. Free 99? I thought you said 399 at first. I was like, that's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's quite the deal. Is there a decimal in that or is it like, Yeah, free 99. Mm -hmm. All right. No, like seriously, help me. I tried to watch on like Pornhub, like the humiliation thing, but then... I came across this video. It was the only one I saw. It was like this guy, and he was like strapped up to a tree, and then there was a whole like he was butt naked, and these girls were like kneeing him in the dick, and I was like, "This is what you want?" I mean, no kink shame, no, no kink shame, but I, like it's no just shame, confusing. no shame. It's just, I just exploring. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. It's what it's very out there, you know. But it's yeah. all like we're trying to learn and explore the why. I mean, if you like pain that much, go ahead and send me your entire bank account. I'll show you pain. <laughs> That's FinDom. That's what I want. Well, are they not the same thing if they're paying you? Kind of, but there's a difference between like, I mean, they're both like forms of like control, you know, like and power exchanges, right? But I feel like with FinDom, it's more so like these guys, like, like dominatrix is like, I want girl to be like controlling everything else, maybe in a certain way. I feel like FinDom is like, there's some sort of tie between like money, the status they have and like the other person, you know what I'm saying? Like there's some sort of, I haven't quite figured it all out, but like my ex experiences with FinDom guys is like, they want to lot of attention for a little bit of money you know and it seems like oh i'm just gonna tell this guy like fuck you give me money and they're gonna give me 10 grand like that's not how it works you Why know because it just it just doesn't work that way you know the guys that are coming out to you to be like hey i want to give you money for you to yell at me like those guys like uh, just don't know where to go but the guys with money they know they know they where to find girls that are gonna do some shit like that like you know the strip club or professionals yeah, yeah. instead of asking random girls <clears throat> on instagram 
I feel like an innocent boy right now. I'm sorry, God. I'm so sorry for. Like, yeah, you're even holding your I like. Got my right <laughs> and I'm all like, what am I doing right now? Where am I? So you have a vanilla sex life? Yes, I'll just say yes to that. Yeah. You don't have like. I, I, yeah. You're not exploring your sexual. Uh, exper- I don't know experiences. Well, maybe my mom's watching and the Lord's watching. So I'll the just Lord say, is always watching, and he's watching when you do it. So yeah. he already knows. There's no point in like hiding. He okay, knows yeah. about your vanilla sex life. Yes, he <laughs> absolutely does. Yeah. So. Well, is there yes. anything you feel like you might be interested in doing to spice up your next sexual adventure? Like, is there something you're like, I feel like, you know, semi-confident enough to give this a shot next time. Because you can't be pulling the same moves, especially if it's the same girl, because she'd be like, all right, this again, get the routine going. Oh, we just did that. Now I know what's coming next. That's just not vanilla anymore. That's just plain stale. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's just the basic positions. I don't know. Please educate me, Madam Sabrina. Educate you on kink? What? Yes, Free 99. (laughs) Porn is free 99. Like, go watch all the variety of porn. Okay, wait, 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 stop. (laughs) Because I did an interview with a porn star, and what she said is, don't learn sexual education from porn because it's all pure entertainment. I don't sure. think that you should either. Yeah, because what they're what guys are doing to girls in porn, like just imagine like all the violent things that you've mm-hmm. seen. And then the guy's like, I saw this in porn. And then mm-hmm. he goes home and he chokes the hell out of you. And now you're dead because he didn't know how to do it accurately. That's an extreme example. So uh, I think mean, kind of some extreme. dudes don't know how to like choke. They see it in like porn and they're like, I'm going to go home and recreate this. And you're like, I can't yeah. breathe. Or another but, famous uh, example. I'm going to stick my thumb up her butt and see if she likes it. Lubricate it first. For real. They don't they, do that they, in They porn. don't know about that. Yeah, you know? they, and, just, they just, you know. I'm just saying, if, if my butthole is wet when you put a finger up there already, like, you probably didn't want to put your butt, your finger up there. You know what I'm saying? Like, buttholes don't get naturally wet. I, I don't think So, like, do, yeah. please do the right thing when you go exploring. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I mean, you know. No king shame, whatever you're into, you know. If you're into butt stuff, great. If you're into, like, getting spanked, great. If you like getting choked, professionally, I guess. I was into the thumb butt stuff one time on, like, ecstasy, but then I tried to, like, recreate it, and I was like, I don't think I like this. Oh, shit. Well, you said you were on E, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you were sober, how, how would you know then? I mean, I tried it when I was sober, and oh, I was okay. like, I don't think I like this, but I liked it a lot when I was on ecstasy. With the same person or with a different person? I don't remember. Mm, I mean, because that could, it could change the vibe, you know. It could. You just had dry ass, ashy <laughs> hands. You know, different size thumbs. I don't know. Okay, good point. Good point. I think I think it was the same person, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This person was he decent in bed, or was he? Yeah. He yeah. sounds explore, like uh, adventurous. Like yeah, I feel yeah. like it's like quality when it comes to I sex. I love that. Mm-hmm. I am naturally very submissive. Like if you ever get to that side of me. I just like, I 100% want you to take control. I'm very flexible. Just go ahead and like, let's try out some different positions, you know? Wow. So he was cool. He was, the sex was good enough for me to like, think I wanted to be into a relationship. And then when the sex like stopped, I was like, what am I doing here? (laughs) Digmatized. I was digmatized. (laughs) No, like it was, it was really good. Yeah, I hate that because now I like compare times to that time and it's like, why were you a piece of shit? Because you had a good dick. There's there's a triangle. You either have money, looks, or great sex. You got to like pick two, it seems like. I mean, uh, if you have a good partner, like I feel like you pick looks and financials and then you teach them good sex, right? Like you go and revolutionize their life and be like, mm, this is why you can be thinking about this vagina instead of the other vaginas because I just changed the whole dynamic. Is that how it works? Is that I, how it works? I mean, that's how I feel. Like, you ever, like, I don't know, done something with a guy that guy's never done before, and you just look the look on their face like, what is going on, you know? Yeah, Arya, have you have you ever had sex with a virgin before? Oh, God. Give me a second. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, going through memory lane right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a virgin? Yeah, like, what Sabrina was referring to, it's all like, oh, panic experience, he doesn't know what he's doing, why well, the fuck is he right here? Not necessarily virgins, I mean, I... There are people who have had sex that still don't know what they're doing. That's true. Yeah. I think, yeah, I did sleep with a virgin once. And mm-hmm. he lied. He lied that he told me that he wasn't. Ooh. But you could, like, you could tell. That's what they always do that. They always do that. They're scared yeah. that, like, if they let, it's like that what song, what is it, um, that J. Cole song, where it's like, if I say that I'm a virgin, I don't know what I'm doing, that you might back out. And, like, I'm trying to get this nuts. So I got to, like, play it off like I know what I'm doing so I can get there. That's awful. 
That's awful. Yeah, it is it awful. happens. It happens. Yeah, guys just want to, you know, get that nut. They just want to go inside and it's like... Well, see, it's now something you wanted to keep a secret. It is now something that's about to be gossiped to me and my girlfriends. And you don't know <laughs> Wait, like where it's going to go. Yeah. Wait, what? Well, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Wait, I, th I thought you already knew this. My bad. <laughs> knew what? You know, guys just lie a lot just to get sex. That's about it. That's the naive part of me. Like, I sometimes I like face value. Somebody will like say the right things, but mm -hmm. I've learned that there's like questions that you have to like ask men mm -hmm. to fill out like if they're really like vibing with you or not. What are those questions for you? All right, let's see. Recently, I was talking to this guy and he was just like, <laughs> I'm so about you. I love your energy. Like, we were talking about spiritual stuff and he was like, There's just something about you. And I was like, Okay, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. what right. is it about me that you like so then mm -hmm. he was he was like smooth talking you could tell it's like you got you, you smooth yeah, but yeah. you ain't that smooth Ooh. sir Ooh. so Pretty he ego. wasn't he wasn't able to name like specific like things that we were like really talking about in conversation okay. so he was saying good things but it was it was kind of vague and i'm like all right that's how you you get girls because you like you lie to them you make them feel confident confident you get in their head but at the end of the day sir what was my favorite color <laughs> okay okay i see what you mean but not necessarily i i get it but it's about the feelings that he gives to you through his words his charisma and how he's sweet talks to you, basically. Mm, what I'm saying is, yeah, you can sweet talk. That's how you put your foot in the door. Yeah. But if you're a girl and you're like, and a guy is telling you that there are so many things that he likes about you, ask him specifically, what mm. do you like about me? And he should be able to give you like a list of specific things. And if not, he's probably bullshitting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's basically not paying attention to you, per se. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's just trying to get it. Yeah. You got to be smarter than that. <laughs> all right, all right. So I hope the men will learn now, do your fucking homework, and actually learn what their favorite color is. Yeah. <laughs> or just listen, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> I'm not saying I'd listen to everything people say, but take cliff notes. Like, oh, that's the important part. Oh, that's the important part. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And hold on to those things and, like, reapply those things. Like, I'm not saying you have to be as emotionally in-depth as a woman, but, mm -hmm. like, if you're going to play the game, play it right. Get better at it. Like, oh, us damn. women are, like, screaming at guys. Like, listen, do this. This is what you need to do. And then guys still run around and are like, well, what do I do? Well, want what you're doing right now because that's not working, you know? <laughs> that's some real shit. That's some real yeah, shit, yeah. Real. I yeah. always tell men if you're going to lie, you better lie so good. <laughs> you better lie better. <laughs> and it's true. Yeah. yeah. Go in. It's no, true. Go in on them right now. If no, you're going to do it. Yeah, if you're going to lie... You better have it like the notes written down. You better remember everything you said. The Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're going to go with a lie, commit to it. Because once I find out that you're lying, it's done. It's so done. Yeah. They, that last relationship that I got into, that was the thing. I could never catch him when he was lying. He was he was smooth. He was smooth liar with good dick. <laughs> That's how it be. They just smooth <laughs> as fuck and they just do it right, basically. Yeah, it was uh. coconut oil. His body was all shimmering and stuff. I was like, I, I don't care. I love it when men take care of their skin. Yeah. I love it when men care about their, like, their, the quality of their, their, their skin and their hair and, like, just the way they, like, look. Like, outside of just, like, clothes, you know, like, when a man dresses nice, like, I don't know, it's just so attractive. Yeah. So you just like it when they actually take care of themselves, they groom, they actually take a shower, clean care about somewhat their style well they worry about what they're gonna look like in the future you know i'm not saying that they're like necessarily like on a woman's level and doing you know all the stuff that we do to keep ourselves looking you know youthful and beautiful and everything but something like come on like what is up with men and not wearing sunscreen when you're out at the beach or somewhere hot like men are like no i'm fine no i'm fine and then they get skin cancer at 40 and you're just uh -huh. like that's not sexy well it depends yeah, I'm going to pull that card because I don't wear sunscreen. See, it's a man thing. I swear to God. Well, like, I go on these trips and all the photographers are like red by the end of these trips because they refuse to put on sunscreen because they're too busy like clicking pictures of girls, which I get are amazing. But like sunscreen does not take that long to put on, you know? Well, actually. It keeps you very sexy. This is proven by science. The darker skin you have, the more you have protection against the yeah. sun. Yeah. She's See? talking about white people. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I know, still get burned. I don't know not if you want to pull that right now. What yeah. do you mean? I'm yeah. half white. It's cool. Yeah, well, I'm not. You got even half black, white but. people in here. Your skin is of white complexion, is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we dark skin, you know. It's just yeah, really we don't put on sunscreen. Yeah, we can handle that sun. Well, I Mingo mean, it, bitch. go go to Exuma, and I feel like you're gonna burn. 
I guarantee I, you probably, I don't know if you'll burn. You might. I mean, Latoya went out there. She's, uh, she's pretty dark and she was like sunbathing the entire time. Never got burned. Yeah. But she's darker than you. When we burn, it's more like it doesn't hurt. Our skin just peels. Mm. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about that. Ouch. Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. But also on the um, topic of self-care and like taking like care of yourself towards men, go to therapy. Like I cannot stress this enough. I don't know what the deal is if you guys think it's too expensive or you think people are going to like think that you're crazy. You are. <laughs> go to therapy. I think everybody can benefit from it. Like even if you grew up in like the best situation, there is no perfect situation. So there's things that you have to heal from. And it's good to have somebody like you can you can talk to and you can trust. There, there's that. That's a part of self-care. I really like therapy. I mean, I find therapy to be like um, a really beneficial one-sided friendship, you know. Obviously, you're paying for it. But outside <laughs> of that part, you know, it's like you get to go in there and spend time and talk about things that are really important to you and meaningful to you and pour your soul out to somebody that has no other play in the game but to help you. They don't know your other friends. They don't know your family members. They don't, you know what I'm saying? They're not involved in your social circle. So you can go to them and talk to them as a real person and connect with them and know they're not going to run around to Sue and be like, oh my God, she's going through this, that, and the other. And then Sue's going to tell your dad or your mom or whatever. And it's not going to spread around. Like it's a place for confidentiality and yes. it's a safe place. And I really like that. Without their, also without the responsibility of being a friend back. Like you know, my therapist isn't calling me and being like, hey, oh my God, I had the worst day. Like it's, there's no burden except for maybe financial costs. It's a, a really great avenue. I just think people don't take advantage of it. I think men are afraid to talk about their feelings. 100%. I really think You that's... think so? Both of you? Yeah. yeah. That's like, I think a huge problem when it comes to connecting with men is they're like not willing to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. They're not willing to like make them, like they're not, they're so worried about like what I'm thinking about them or maybe the way they think about themselves that so they're not considering like um, what's really important. Which is feelings or what would you Yeah, like, you know, like being in touch with people, like the whole reason you hang out with people and, and uh, connect and meet people is to, or sorry, meet people is to connect with them. And if you're, it's hard to connect with people if you've got, you're not vulnerable, you're not yourself, like you're, you're not willing to open up. So, I mean, you want me to crawl in bed with you and like, share like some of my most intimate body parts but you won't share with me like how you like feel what you're thinking you know like what's going in your heart you know like it's hard to connect those are two different type of conversations you're talking about i don't about. think so one well that one's just feelings in general and one's about feelings with an intimate connection between two humans i kind of get it just not the purpose of just putting those feelings out there you know what i mean as guys we kind of yeah we're kind of like robotic in a way so we kind of really don't care well it's a lot easier for me to talk about my like for example like my sad story or my hardship if we're in a car where we're all talking about hardship you of know course. what i'm saying okay. whereas if i just kind of like you know if i want to talk about something and like you're just not emotionally receptive to it it's like well this is awkward like you know we're not connecting we're not actually like bridging a gap we're just sitting in a room together like making noise and mm -hmm. that's not really like productive in the long end of like you know connecting with people and making new friends okay i see your point i see your point yeah because guys usually just like they have an objective when they're talking to a girl or whatever who they're talking to and it's just like they care about their needs what they want what they can get out of it not comparing to like oh what are what's the other person feeling having and, a connection yeah having yeah. that empathy to see like what are they going through how can we collaborate? What type of relationship can we create? Friendship, love, et cetera, et cetera. So I kind of get it. I get it. But not a lot of men do. I do understand that. I mean, and maybe, I mean, I'm not a man, so it's different, but I really mm -hmm. think that, not that masculinity is a bad thing, but I think that like sometimes masculinity does come in like the social pressure of having to be like, perceived a certain way as a man mm -hmm. makes it harder for men to be vulnerable because they feel like not like less about women but like uh, from men to men like there are some guys you see them as the bros and they're very like emotional with each other which i think is really great like you need that and you're sorry you need that in your life you're not going to go to therapy you at least need to have somebody in your circle that you can talk to like really as a person and be oh you're gonna lose yourself <laughs> you know yeah i'm glad actually you said that because that's the actual real solution to how we kind of express ourselves as men is the camaraderie, the group, the friendship. But I mean, do you want to like have sex with men or you want to have sex with women? Oh, okay. Well, you, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. This is two different conversations. No, now. no, I think it's very relevant. Like these, that's it what I'm saying. Relevant, All of these things agree. come together. They really do. Yeah, of course. Well, one's for like an outlet just to be sane. The other one is trying to get with women. So mm -hmm. well, you can do both at the same time. I, I just feel like, you know, sex doesn't have to always be like about a motive. Like, oh, I'm doing this to get with this girl because she's hot. Like sometimes you're having sex with someone because you're really into them or it's really fun or they're just really, really interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, it doesn't always have to be that. Deep. All right. Sabrina, can men and women be friends? Yeah. Okay. What do you mean? Can men and women be friends? Like I have men friends. You have female friends. Here we are. 
course. So, of course. Yeah. Do you? you have female friends that you don't want to have sex with? Actually, ironically, yes. And she's actually my best friend. Well, look at that. And she's in California. Okay. Yes. I, I don't know. I think <sighs> there's sometimes... Making me express emotions right now. I actually dislike it. On a you podcast, like it's On a podcast, yeah. yeah. But, like, almost real emotions right now. Almost. Yeah, I was almost asleep for, like... Almost there. Yeah, oh, God. Ugh, emotions. But anyways, yeah. Uh, go ahead. I was just really thinking about it. I think in the past, like, I would get into relationships or no in friendships with guys and mm-hmm. i would confuse that feeling of like home and comfort with like wanting to be like in love so i would go and i'd probably like sleep with my guy friends and uh-huh. i was like eh, probably shouldn't have done that now i just lost a guy friend because uh-huh. i don't know some kind of like switch happens when people have sex but now now i have guy friends that i'm like I do not want to fuck you. Let's stay friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because it changes the social dynamic, basically, when there's sexual interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a difference between male-on-male friendship and female-on-female friendship and male-to-female friendship? I think, yeah, there's definitely differences. I think there's a lot of, like, undercover brothers. Like, a lot more than I realized that was, like, going <laughs> oh. down. Yeah, no, like, 100%. Oh, no. You said, oh, no. Oh, no. Whatever, <laughs> you know this is going down. Or maybe yeah. you don't. But, yeah. I think there's like a lot of situations of guys where those guys like really like each other and they don't know how to like express that <laughs> at all. So they just go and like fuck other girls. You know what? I'm going to stop that actually. We're not going to get into that. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And how about a, uh, you know, female friendship with other girls? Like, what do you mean exactly by that? How is that different to like, you know, male to, fe- male to female friendships? Because we do agree that, you know, there is a difference in this type of social dynamics. So do guys get together and talk about their feelings? Uh, no, we, we just do whatever the fuck we want. Like, if we want to, like, do sports, I don't know, play video games, talk about girls. and Well, with girl to girl, I know me and her, we, like, talk about our feelings, like, mm-hmm. quite often. If mm-hmm. anything, <laughs> like, if a therapist can't be called, we'll, like, vent to each other. Okay, and I feel yeah. like that's a, that's a pretty big dynamic. A lot of people say that uh, girl, like, friendships are kind of just, like, placeholders until that girl gets married so i don't know please elaborate about that because i as a guy have no idea what you just said so usually when girls like fall head over heels like in love with a guy they'll go and they'll hang out with that guy like all the time and they don't hang out with their friends anymore so there's the saying that girl like friendships are just placeholders until that girl finds her husband i totally understand because vice versa it's the same for guys you know when they're locked in with a girl, they can't hang out with the bros anymore. Yeah. And then they basically do a send off and it's like, we're not friends anymore until he, you know, breaks up with her or something. That's sad. Yeah. It yeah. shouldn't be like that. Balance is so important. Like, why can't you have friends and a partner? I think that's what's really important is like, it's another side topic, but like, we put too much pressure on partners. We expect our partner to be like our rock and like all these things. And then we, um don't source our friends you know and it's kind of like you know it takes a village to raise a a child but um it takes that same village to maintain a person you know what i'm saying you even when you grow up you still need these support systems you still need to have those things and um just putting it all in one person usually a partner is like just a lot so it's important to have friends to add to that support and keep the pressure off of the people you love and care about yeah so that they can still be there for you in the future of course i definitely agree with that you just made it sound like oh we have these expectations. If you have them, good. If you don't, then shit's gonna hit the fan. I was meaning to ask you this, Sabrina. So are you ready? What? Are you a dom or a sub? Uh, I think naturally I'm submissive, but then it's like the older I get and the more experience I have with men, like I haven't been enjoying like checking them <laughs> and testing them. Oh, cause I, you know, I'm strong. Like I'm physically strong. I do like aerial arts and I work out and stuff like that. So. I feel like uh, even though I'm like 125 pounds, guys are pretty surprised at the positions we end up in, I guess you could say. And so as I, I yeah, as I grow into it, I feel like I'm more, I'm like enjoying being a dom, but naturally I'm definitely a submissive person. Dominant, dominant in the streets, but like submissive in the sheets. Oh, Most of the time. Go. Yeah. There you go. And so that's how. I don't know. I kind of like, like, uh, I prefer to being submissive because me, to me, it's like, 
uh, when I'm submissive with somebody, it's a really close bond. Like I have to really trust you and respect you and like mm-hmm. you for me to be like, okay, yeah, I'm willing to make myself look stupid around you or I'm willing to you to do, you know, silly things or whatever around you, uh, submit myself to you in a way like, you know, like, of course. um, whereas like to be a, like for me to be dominant with somebody, I don't really have to like him as much. Cause I just think it's funny to me. It's like <laughs> toying. It's a game, you know, it, it's just entertaining, you know, it is, you know, it's just oh, different. Right. Yeah. Can you last? Can you last? Can you make it to the submissive side of well, me? Well, I like it because to me, it's like the tease. You know, I like for me, it's like all the buildup that comes, you know, before sex is like, yeah. that's that it, tension. bro. That's it. Yeah. That's the shit. You're about to lose your mind. <laughs> all right. Now you can have me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that's why you need therapy. Mm-hmm. It, it all comes back around full <laughs> circle. <laughs> I was about to say something. I completely forgot. It was no, about, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I forgot. I think I'll it was about that. being dominant and submissive. Hmm. Well, I mean, being a submissive is really being controlled because, um, you know, assuming you have safe words and you guys have trust and boundaries, right? Like when the sub is uncomfortable and she's done, it's done. And, and I'm saying like a respectful dom is like, okay, I, I, you only have the power that I give to you. Like I'm only submissive to you because I'm choosing to be submissive to you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's like, right. And so when I look at it that way, it's really like, I don't know, fun power exchange. Yeah. Oh, when it comes to being submissive, I think that I really like um, the whole concept of like ropes and blindfolds. Mm -hmm. But I have to be able to trust you like being blindfolded, like you're in my spot, you could blindfold me, tie me up and then like steal my shit. And I don't want that, you know, or like worst case scenario, I get blindfolded. And now you're like, taking pictures or some shit uh, yeah sell you on the black market or something sell me on the black market yeah human traffic i was just talking about this in a previous interview <laughs> it's not funny but yeah no <laughs> sorry oh no it's okay you, you can totally laugh at that i love dark humor but i was talking about that with my good friend courtney chase probably about a week ago we were talking about human trafficking and uh oh. it's fucking crazy it is crazy one minute you're just walking down the street all of a sudden it's like oh you're gone you know and you're on a milk carton right now well, I think human trafficking happens, like, of course, there are kidnappings, you know, it happens a lot more through, like, vulnerabilities, you know, mm-hmm. someone is like, uh, they don't have a family, don't have a home, so they end up in, like, a bad position, or so they're hanging around people that are taking care of them, they don't realize, like, it's for alternative reasons, or they start dating this guy, and he seems really cool, but then they start, you know, he's, they're in a bad place, and he starts making her feel like she has to do this, that, and the other, or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, it's, again, like, I, not to say that like, people don't scoop people up and put them in trunks and, you know, stuff like that, mm-hmm. but I think a lot more of human trafficking is more, like, psychological. Yeah, and also from the movies, like, the Taken series with Liam Neeson, it's like, oh, your daughter's just going to a party and all of a sudden she gets kidnapped in Europe or in Romania or whatever. But, you know, that's just a plain extreme. It does happen, but... Not it's like, kind of rare. Yeah. yeah. Thank God it is rare, supposedly. Well, I, I just mean like scenarios like that, you know, like at least in our country and, you know, first world countries, you know, tra- getting someone out of America and then shipping them up to other countries and stuff like that is pretty yeah, hard to do. It's a lot of work. How do you know this? I'm from Florida. Um, and being in the panhandle, you know, like the biggest thing, like I used to freak out about a lot is like human trafficking because you're at like, you know, I-10 like runs all the way from that part of the country to the other. So oh, they're shit. always telling me like, be really careful because, you know, this area is known for human trafficking because it's just right over the border to Alabama and all these other states. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm very aware of it. That's why Miami freaks me out. There's a yeah. lot of weird things happening there. Well, I, I will say one thing. Female safety and security does matter. I mean, everyone's safety and security matters, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. if you don't feel safe, you don't act yourself. Yeah. There's some messed up people in the world. Have you ever been on the black market? I don't think so. No. I don't think anyone wants to. Um, I'm not going to lie. It was kind of cool. So oh. when I was in college, no, I had like, I had a friend come over and then he was like, let me see your laptop. And I was like, okay. And then he like pulls it up. Well, actually he downs, he downloads this other app called, I think it's called Tor. So he like, I didn't know. I was just like, I was just down like, okay, let's see something cool. He didn't tell me what it was. So he gets on there and he goes on like the Silk Road. And he, everyone yeah. in this room just got nervous. Should I stop? No, no, I know I just don't want to yeah. get targeted by people now. Targeted? You'll yeah. be fine. Don't worry about it. All right, let's yeah. talk about it. We're good. So, yeah, he logs in. He has this password. I don't know where he got this password from. So he gets on there, and we're just looking at all these different things. They have things from, like, Amazon gift cards to, like, counterfeit money. You pay $250, and they'll send you, like, $500 of counterfeit money. And then there's this thing called, like, red rooms. I mean, there's there, people are buying organs, but the thing that like tripped me out the most was the red room are you guys familiar with what that is no this is new to me so yeah. well, so the red room is where people they mainly women they kid but people in general they kidnap women and they bring them to this room and then it's like 
uh, they put a camera on this person that's now in this room and then people log into this chat room and they send you financial donations to what to do to that person. So somebody could be like, here, $10,000, stab this girl in the eye. And they'll do it on camera for people to watch. It's really fucked up. Mm -hmm. Girl, that gives me like mm, weird feeling for sure. It's yeah. bad. If I recall, that's an actual category called snuff, where it's all like the guy gets off just mutilating the woman. Oh, snuff films? Yeah. Oh, my God. They oh, so terrible. I remember Sinister. What's that? Yeah. I think it was called Sinister, where it was just, it was a bunch of snuff films. I mean, it wasn't real. They put it in movies. I mean, you hope it wasn't real. Stabbing women and mutilating them? They or? were doing a lot of, there was one where, um, it was just it seemed so happy it was like this family at a picnic and then the next thing you see is like the family i guess they drugged them and they poured gasoline on them and then they set the house on fire and they just like recorded it oh my god that's just pure torture porn but uh what i mean by snuff is it's like a sexual torture porn so that's what makes it specific supposedly i heard from a friend i think snuff is a lot i could be wrong i'm not saying okay. I, I don't know yeah, no, i'm not no worries oh you no guys worries. aren't snuff experts <laughs> no snuff, no snuff here. Yeah, yeah. I just heard it from a friend. You know, I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, 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 for sure. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> no, but yeah, black market's crazy. Just thought I, I mean, I really wanted a mystery box from there, but um, that's you guys don't know about that either. No, but I'm always freaked out about like ordering anything from the black markets, and I'm like, who is gonna get my address? You know, who is this weirdo about to get my fucking address? And like, what are they? I, I don't know. I, I mean, probably don't want anything to do with my address, but. I always get sketched out. I'm like, mm. what? Girl, that was a whole trending thing. What? Where people got on YouTube and they bought something from the black market called a mystery box for different, like a hundred, two hundred, a thousand dollars, whatever. And this random person would send them a box of random things from the black market and they would open it. People would find like CDs of like crazy things, like teeth, like things covered in blood. And sometimes it's just a cell phone. Yeah, it was a big trending thing. I'm gonna have to go look this up on YouTube. Like that's gonna consume my time. Like while I'm in Tampa, it was kind of crazy. Sure. Yeah, you never knew what was real and what wasn't, though. Like people could have been just making their own mystery box for like views. True. But no, it was a big deal. The mystery boxes were selling out. Uh, I believe it. That was just also scary. Could you just like? Could you imagine? Actually, it's a genius. You know what? These mystery boxes probably are a whole bunch of evidence. All these crimes are happening. These cell phones, these like random watches or whatever. These are all crime evidence pieces that are like being like, you know what? We're going to make it put in a mystery box and ship it out worldwide and they'll never find it. They'll never find this person's phone. They'll never find this dude's tooth. They'll never find... Oh my God, yeah. girl, that is creepy. And it's not like you can report it. You can't be like, I went to the I, black market. I just, yeah, <laughs> incriminate yourself because you're not allowed to be on the black market. Yes, let's endorse crimes right now. Yes, the police are gonna, gonna like arrive, <laughs> confiscate that box, and then put you in handcuffs. <laughs> Nobody was willing to do that, so that was uh, wild. Uh, yeah. That was wild. I mean, that's a smart idea to hide your evidence through the black market. Yeah. So thank you. I think. And not yeah. that I'm encouraging that. I'm not oh my encouraging God, it. No. It was just, it was really, it was cool to watch on YouTube for a second. But yeah, people were just giving their addresses and everything. They weren't thinking about it. The generation, the internet has become very scary. Um, when I think about like me as a child on the internet, like I never understood like why people use pseudonyms and like usernames and didn't want like use like didn't want to use their face as their profile picture, like all that stuff. I was like, why wouldn't you just want like this is your and now as an adult, I'm like, oh my god, like I why did I do that? You know, like the amount of predators and weirdos and mm -hmm. things that I was exposed to and just yeah, like oh, as time goes on, the more things like I worried about, like I've, I Google search myself regularly and wipe, you know, any information I can find, you know, like because you just don't know with people and like, of course. you know, anything. If you ever thought about something really like sketchy and crazy, like a whole bunch of other people have thought about it, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And that's just, it's a weird world out there. For yeah. Me. And it possibly happened to them. Like if you're in the sex industry, if you're a porn star, if you're an escort, you're definitely going to use pseudonyms. You're going to use different names. Well, et cetera, et cetera. no, I just mean like in general, like just for general privacy. You know and I'm of saying course. like now with my social media is like the only social media that I really like publicize and use is my Instagram. But I, I have like other social medias, but I just don't list the same name. Like I don't post the same pictures. Like I don't, you know, I really try to keep it separate because then I've come to find like you know, the Internet is really scary and your privacy is almost as important as your time, mm -hmm. you know, especially if you're a woman. Yeah, because they are hackers out there I mean, professional even as a man like you know there are things to lose like people come rob you people yeah. come beat you like well, um, men get mutilated too you know yeah i mean you got to be a very special man but y'all are the ones mutilating people 
<laughs> That's why. More, I mean, most violent crimes are committed by men. That is true. That's true. Like That's true. by a large, a large percentage. That is true. Humanity <laughs> is very interesting. It's a big gap. That. I think that boils back down to not being in touch with your feelings and your emotions. Like to me, like so, anger is a secondary emotion. Okay, like anger is usually caused by like other things. Like something upsets you, and then you become angry or something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like. Um, are you referring to the male criminals? No, I, no, you, just to, mean? I'm just I'm just talking or? like general like, like anger, okay. right? And then I so um, it's a secondary emotion. So um, when you think about it that way, it's like I think a lot of men default to anger just because they don't know how to like identify their other emotions. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm feeling uh, instead of feel, like recognizing I'm feeling overwhelmed, they. And, and like crying about it or going to talk about it, they get that feeling of overwhelmness and their reaction is anger because anger is like A, accepted, B, you don't have to explain it, people leave you alone, you know, it's like masculine, whereas like talking about your stuff and addressing the root of the anger, which is, oh, you upset me when you talk to that guy or, oh, you made me sad when you hit this car and that's why I'm angry, you know what I'm saying? Like when you get to the root of the problem, you really find it's not the anger, it's something else. But because guys aren't able to like process their own emotions and, and everything like that, like you're not able to figure out how you're feeling, it's a lot harder for you to move on in the world as yourself because like if you don't know how you're feeling then you're not really interacting with the people like authentically like not necessarily like you're doing it on purpose but you know it's hard to show up as yourself if you don't know who you are yeah and that's how i feel like guys are like uh, emotionally like they don't they're kind of like unsure about how they feel about things they're not able to identify this is sadness this is anger this is happiness this is that they just go straight to anger. They just go to reactions. They, they take it out on... It's just a reaction. Limp women, when they're having sex, they'll take it out on the wall. They'll punch something. You guys will get in the fight. You guys will do everything but get to the root of the problem. Yeah. Usually, Pretty much. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. And, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. Got that out of your system? Everything well, good? It, it's just very redundant to me, cause, but it's it's so important because it's, it's, it's like a, a common problem. Like, just... Look inside and see how you feel as a man. Like, you should, you know? Be able to identify, like, how do I feel when I'm sad? How do I feel when I'm angry? How do I, you know what I'm saying? Be able to identify mm -hmm. this, uh, now I'm feeling fear versus, like, anxiety. Now I'm feeling frustration versus anger. Like, mm -hmm. these subtle differences and knowing who you are. Definitely got the message across because we're too focused as example for me. All I do is work. And so, like, what, what the fuck are feelings? I, I got to do this shit right now. It's like, get out of my way. It's like, I got to do this right now. I get what you're saying. But I mean, you, you could say like, I got to do this right now and like, or, verse, or you could say like, hey babe, I, I've got to wrap this up and uh -huh. uh, and I'll, I'll catch up with you later. Like I just, I have a lot on my plate. And it's the same, it's the same message essentially, but like it, it's a, a different like a way of being conveyed to where like, instead of me being like, oh, he doesn't want me. Oh, he's not interested. Oh, he's just so married to his work. It's like, oh, this man is ambitious. All oh, this man really wants to spend time with me, but he's yeah. choosing to work. And so I'm seeing him and instead of seeing him like, oh, this guy doesn't fuck with me. I'm seeing him like, oh, this yeah. guy does care about me does hear me he's just got shit going on and that is the difference and it doesn't take that much longer to add in those extra words you know what i'm saying to yeah, be like this sure. is what i'm going through and and like when you're like hey i'm busy that's instantly cutting off a connection almost you know definitely. versus being like hey i'll get to you and you know i'll see you later you know i just have this that and the other yeah most definitely you know if you're in a relationship and you're not giving attention to your woman then she doesn't know what's going on and if we're not conveying our feelings and you know what what we're doing then she's going to get confused and then there's going to be a bunch of assumptions and then he's going to be like oh shit why did she do this and then it just becomes a painful fucking fight and then it's all like damn how do we get here so you're single yeah um what yeah. do you think is the most challenging part in terms of connecting with a woman for you like what is the part where you feel like you'll get to a certain point and you're like i'm stuck i don't know what i'm doing or it makes you feel like lost when it comes to like building that connection with a woman you put them on the spot. Yeah. I'm just saying, we're over here venting. I want to hear, you know, yeah. who we're venting to. Yeah, for sure. Well, you both are my guests. The audience wants to hear what you guys are saying. Smooth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm good at that. Okay. Yeah. But, but thank you for the question. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Denied. It happens. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to get my feelings about it. Yeah. But I will tell you this, though, because I don't know if I've ever truly fell in love before. What? Yeah, You've I, never I, really been in love. I don't know. I really don't know. Okay, if you, you don't know, know, then you they've never really been in love because Probably, like, yeah. you know, I've been in and out of love before and like, yeah. you know, I could look back even all this time later and be like, yeah, I love that motherfucker. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, I was in love, you uh -huh. know. How does that make you feel? Like to be somebody who doesn't know if they've ever had that experience. 
does that make you feel like are you cool with that or does it upset I mean, you i'm gonna do a guy answer i don't really give a shit see that's what i'm saying like this is the problem is that's, instead of giving like a real that a answer that's not this is but this is like i keep bringing this up because this is yeah. what i'm saying it's like instead of being a real answer and being like oh well i'm vulnerable and i'm gonna say this is how like it might be this or it yeah. could be that and delving in it's like you give the cop-out answer of oh well this like let me just deflect let me disconnect. And we're on your podcast. You all know, right, like, this right. is a man thing. What all if right. he's being honest and he really doesn't give a shit, though? Like, what if he mm -hmm. really yeah. doesn't is, give a it, shit? I, is indifference a feeling? Is neutrality a feeling? Neutrality a feeling? Yeah. yeah but I don't think yeah. that you're indifferent to how you feel about potentially not very experiencing love. Like, who is indifferent to that? Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Not experiencing love as a child really affects you. And, mm. and to say, like, it doesn't affect you as an adult... <laughs> Um, it's kind mm. of like absurd, right? Mm, that's pretty deep. Honestly, yes. Because a lot of people do have traumatic experiences in their past and sometimes they can't get in tune with certain feelings, as you said, you know what I mean? And sometimes they're born with it because of uh, Asperger's or whatever. But, sure. You know, so you know, that's a separate conversation, of course. But it kind of all stems back to we should all just go to therapy. Yeah. Damn, you're... You're really good at this. It's like all this time. That was the real message. That was the that was the moral of this podcast. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. Go but to like, therapy. And like therapy doesn't have to be painful. Like people think like therapy means like talking to some guy that's like old and like annoying and is like out of touch. Like you can just you can choose your therapist, you know, within like, you know, what you can afford and your insurance or whatever. But you know, you can choose a man, you can choose a woman, you can go and have a meeting with a therapist, be like, you know what, this guy is not it. Like I've had that happen before and I'm not saying it's a great experience, but mm. you know, you change over the next guy and then the next person you find might be really amazing and then mm -hmm. that's the person that you you build with and it is a journey you know finding like wellness uh, when you're going through like mental health journeys but it's very worthwhile oh i bet i bet yeah. because a lot of men are still on their journey and they don't even know what the hell they're doing in their lives right now just ask <laughs> well i guess i mean that's, that's that's you know there's a lot of things i don't know being a small town person so i feel that i'm getting better being like i feel that just ask perhaps yeah no, that just feels like a cop-out answer now. Just ask. No, hey, you're thinking about it. You're thinking about <laughs> That's it. That's true. That's true. Perhaps. We're talking about feelings still, or like, where, where are we at right yeah, now? Yeah, see, that's what happens. Men's brains, you talk, you bring up feelings, and y'all just kind of like spaz out like a, like a robot. <laughs> yeah. Cannot process. Yeah. Cannot <laughs> process. We're very logical. <laughs> what are these? Yeah. I'm like, feeling stuff. Yeah. Deflect. Yeah, it's not uh. concrete. That's why. So that's why sometimes we get confused, and it's all like, wait, this is not a concept we understand. Or sometimes we try to understand it and then we lose focus on it. All right, so ladies, we got to wrap it up. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Let's get a few farewells. Aria, what do you want to say to the audience? This is Aria. Go to therapy. <laughs> See ya. I'm, a, I'm Sabrina Elsie. It's been a pleasure being here. I hope you guys have learned something. If you haven't, maybe re-listen to this again. And then again, and then you can ask me some questions in the DM, or maybe he'll clear them up for you. Oh, okay. So you're you're not concerned about your safety right now? Just like DM me right now. Well, I mean, I'm, yeah. you're not gonna hurt me to DM me. Just you know, don't do anything else. Like DM me and be like, okay, like what do you mean by this? And I can clarify. Sure. They're not. But gonna... only if you re-listen to it at least twice. If you don't understand it, like don't listen to it once. But like, I don't understand what you're talking about, and then DM me because I'm gonna be like, you didn't do your homework. They're gonna DM you and be like, we don't care take your top they, off all, all they heard is just dm me that's all they heard that's right? all they heard yeah, yeah, they, 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 <laughs> they checked out dms are gonna be coming right now so i apologize ladies you know they're gonna be coming pretty soon so. as long as you guys follow too that's fun yeah yeah all right this is the jolliest podcast thank you ladies for being on it we are out bye